You're listening to Sleep Time's Over. This is uh, only fitting that we have this gentleman on. Because the man, the myth, the legend. I've heard so many stories. Many millions and 69 million stories of this guy. It's amazing. I've, I've known this guy since I was basically in high school. Uh, mil- millions of stories of this guy, and it's only fitting that we have this legend that he's, I don't know where he went, but he's here somewhere. He's going to pop in and come out of nowhere. And let's bring out the man known as Kilowatts. Jamal, where you at, brother? Here he is, here he comes. Here he comes, here he is, here he is. Dance it on it. Dance it in there. Come on. That's the move, that's the move to Jamal. Unreal. Unreal. Oh. That's it. Yo, how you doing? What's up, Zach Morris? Aaron Sakai. Hey, who? Aaron Sakai, Zach Morris. DJ yeah. Zach Morris. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Saved by the wax. Exactly. Saved by wax. So Saved I got to. Right? Yeah, that's a good question. Music. Music, yes. Yes. And I, I got to go right off the bat. This is a, I got to go with the million dollar question. Okay, right. that people do not know. Go down the line. We have millions of them. Okay. Where are you from, bro? From this small, tiny island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. What? And where is this set up? I think the name of that island is Moku Oahu. Oh. How many Moku's in? Okay. And uh, I was conceived Moku Kauai. But then I came out in Oahu, Waikiki to be exact. Really? 1971. Used to be the old jungle Waikiki, but things wow. changed after. Shout out. And then I got raised in this real little town, rural town in the countryside called. There we go, shout out. A lot of the hip hop brethren have come out of Kaolu. Actually, this whole island. There you go, that's right. The whole island chain, bro. So, high school then what? Out there? There are no high school. I hope so. Is that the one you went to? Which high school did you graduate from? I graduated from Castle High School. There we go, shout out. Castle, 1989. Oh, okay. Well, I went to plenty of schools. That's the most of us, really. I got kicked out. Like, but I never got kicked out. I got, sorry. Yeah. I said, this school is kind of junk, so... Well, I sorry, huh? <laughs> oh. No, 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 but not that school. Well, not a junk? School. I don't know. other schools before that. Okay. Wow. So is that when you got into... See, I... I, I what, no, me, my first impression of you, and I don't know if this is the first impression of what you did. Did you start out as a breaker? Did you start as a yeah. dancer in general that got you into the music whole okay, deal? So, uh, 1979, I was fourth grade. Okay. Third grade, fourth grade, and that's when locking and popping started getting big. Yeah. 80s, 80, 81, like that. And everybody started off as a dancer. Yeah. Even all the guys that got famous. Yeah. In the nineties, like all the all the hip hop artists, they all started off as dancers, and that's how we know each other. Because from, right. from and everybody started off locking and popping, graduated to breaking, and then it got to like you can't break anymore. You gotta do freestyle. Yeah. And then it got into grooving, yeah. and then grooving accommodated into all styles, which brought back b-boyism again. Yeah. And then. Everybody said, yo, I'm getting kind of old when there was only 23 years old. Said, yo, we gotta graduate to, <laughs> we gotta graduate to uh, making music and DJ. Right, and just all evolved, yeah. And then some other guys didn't know how to make beats or did graffiti good. But in Hawaii, you had to also surf. Yeah. You know, you had to bodyboard, you had to do it with, like Aquanaut too, you know what I mean? You gotta go beach. That's right. So, the first party, you threw. Was this around high school time? Oh, high school, bro. What, what you did high school? What? Well, we used, to, we, used to, we used to go like to houses and like big houses in certain neighborhoods where had big mansions. And then any mansion that was kind of empty for like we more than two weeks, bro, we just throw big parties in there. And that was fun because we never really steal anything. We just make a house, you know what I mean? Just go and dance. Right? Yeah. So this would, would you call that, that was what started the whole I think what really promotion started, thing, no, no. you throwing the party, we know you as. 
If you was a person who attended any kind of event or or party, yep. and you was like you had a lot of energy, or you was a party animal guy, whatever. Whenever you threw a function, people would attend because they say, "Oh, that guy's fun. Oh, that person's fun." Yep. So I grew up under a lot of guys who was super fun. Yeah. And that's what that's what made you super fun. That's why. I think so. Sometimes yeah. I'm fun. Sometimes I'm boring. Yeah, that's that's everybody. You're, you're all right. And that goes with our first Instagram question. Jamal, you ready? Yes. How come you know so many people? How come you know not even some people? How come you know everyone? No, I really don't know everyone. No, wait a minute. Okay. Now, when you visited me when I was DJing at Nobu, and this was a this was a great surprise to see you. And when when you when you showed up, and this was this January, this past January. When you stood next to me and we were right by the entrance of the lounge at Nobu, you knew literally every single guy and gal that walked. Every single one. You go, what's up? How's it It was amazing. So you know a couple couple guys. So amazing. It's amazing. Well, you know, growing up uh, around here in, in Hawaii, you from an island, so people yeah. who are acquainted in island life, we all recognize each other. Being a part of an island, as you know, we're very international. We yep. see people come and go from everywhere each and every day. Yep. So you acquire this personality, which is you're always, hey, I remember you. Even if you just meet somebody, right. you can already lock into right. a, a connection. You know what I mean? Right. So and me being a person that has traveled a lot, I'm not just you know, stuck on the rock. Elsewhere in various places of the world. And that's how you grew as a person, and that's how yeah. you grew it. Like the friendliest guy. And you make a person feel comfortable right off the bat. That's Ooh. that for real. Because that's why you know everybody. Because everybody, when you come up, you, you make like they are, you've been friends forever. I'm with your mom. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way that, that's the way And I'm that's how you. the legend of you continues. <laughs> for real, yes. Any kind, guys. So, first time I met you was at a little bar called Liquids University that I can recollect. Right, you know what? Hey, this guy is still exactly the same. I'm old. Okay. He's not old. So, I'm older than how old you? Sixty-nine. Not <laughs> the same. Okay. Yeah. It was. Hundred sixty-nine. It was Liquid Surf then. Liquids, right. and that was I was in high school, and you had a what was the name of that event that you had at Liquids? I think that was called Capital Fat. That is correct. Yes. Reclaim <laughs> your correct. site, Capital Fat. Reclaim your site. Yes. Uh, fame, Bumblebee, shout out, Bell, shout out, EQ, Omega Six, Wolves, Omega Six. That's where actually Timer. the very first grouping of what became Ukla the Mock and Goji yeah. Go. Yeah. Perform together. Yeah. Um, shout out Asher. Asher, Ryan, we'll up. Yep. Davis. Davis, shout out. Yep. Fucking Ross Bird. Yep. All of the Humanakas, the high state. Yeah. Who's about everybody in the whole world. That was nice. Also, homegrown massive yeah. Danny One was staple. Nayla. Big ups to Danny One. Nayla selling tapes. Nayla. Selling mixtapes. Yeah, right before she moved to LA. Yeah, I always would buy the Z trip from Nayla. Right. Yeah. And that was 97, 98. What do you think, late 90s? That was about there. Source yeah. was next door when Mike G had Source, yeah. remember? Yeah, Source was there because then that's when they had, because then that's where you brought ACL Yeah, it was 98. It was, it was the 98. beginning of 98. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first time just being intro into the local hip hop scene coming out of high school. Yeah. I mean, those Valentinos where I would sneak into, but. No, yeah, that's where I initially met you at Valentinos. See, you, you remember that? Right, because at Valentinos, I was just kind of blown away with everything. Cause I this place reminded me so. of like Havana Cabana. This is like a Havana Cabana kind of Valentino's situation. Valentinos put yeah. together, yeah. Yeah. And then from there, that's when I'm introing and see all these guys, because, you know, I was a big fan of Humanakas and seeing that you brought all these guys together. Well, they was already, when, when I came, right. moved back from L.A., they was already doing their thing. Right, already. right. You know, with uh, Size. Right. And Shana. Danny One. Yeah. Jimmy Taco. Right. They were all there. Chris yeah. J, XL, Trans, um, XL, oh DJ XL, yep. Yeah, it was just oh, amazing. DJ Asia. <laughs> DJ Asia, what's he doing right now? Is he, is he still, still alive? He's still at the Sheraton. He's still at the Sheraton. Yeah. Wow. 
This is antics. He's gonna be on the 23rd out. You guys hit up the 23rd out. Well, he's just gonna be there. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, hip hop time machine, but second annual. But it's, it was just the culmination of, it was just an amazing time where I would, I would go to your event, and this was on a Monday night, I believe, right? Was this Monday night? Yeah, it was Monday. Right, and it culminated with AC Alone in concert. Yeah. And then you had everybody performing. We see, well, what we used to do, because when I came back from living around in Japan and Los Angeles and everywhere, I noticed that the hip-hop movement, because you see, you got to understand that the hip-hop movement from the 80s, it had died down. By the time it became an industrial uh, agitation yeah. to the real culture, its uh, practices, its real practices was called underground, where that's where underground came from. Yeah. And it was it was unified with all parts of counterculture. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's a it's a true movement. It's a true movement of humanity. You know what I mean? It, it's always going against the grain and trying to be different. And well, just look. I look. Take outside. Take a look outside. You know. Right. Look at when you turn on the TV. Right. Like there was a time when MTV was 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 the thing. Right. You know. What that I mean? was all we had. Yeah. We didn't have the internet. So it's, it's like how YouTube used to be kind of cool. Right. Before right. it got all censored. Everything evolved. And, and, and that's why your event meant so much me growing up because in the time where you had it, it was the late 90s where hip-hop was going through another metamorphosis again yeah where it was coming back it was getting back to the element it was getting back to the element because it was getting buried the, the, the sprouting of commercialism it was right? all so about negativity well right because it was all about partying it was about the bad boy thing it was about gangsterism and, bro. and you it had that right everybody hating each other and being Everybody, Tupac, Biggie, everybody the whole. fighting each other. Right. So that's why going back, it was, it was taking it back again, taking it back to where it was, like yeah, Valentina days, was, early 90s, started, 93, 94. That's well, what you did. Yeah. Oh, at that time, yeah. Right. So that was that was the culmination of yeah. Capital Fat. And then you, because a lot of us guys growing up, and you, you attested to this too, is we were starting to leave hip hop and going into the down tempo movement. Yeah, the top, well, it's all the whole music. Right. Everything so, is connected. Right. There is no separation. Right. You have a genre and subgenres for everything. Exactly. You got reggae, but you got this kind of reggae, that kind of reggae, right. whatever. You right. got rock, but you got this kind of rock, you got You got classical, you got Right. Everything is the same right. thing. And then that led to, we got to talk about Havana Cabana. Yeah, so Havana Cabana was, was crazy, because check this out, you guys. It was at Nuwanu, Chinatown, before like Hotel Street is now. Okay. Before all of that. Politicians, yeah. graffiti artists, hip hop heads, punk rockers, DJs, all used to cruise together by this place. And because it was a cigar shop, everybody would get away with burning bloods food. Yep. That was it. I'm telling you, I didn't the do politicians it. of this island was right in there, cruising with everybody, listening to me spit revolution rebel lyrics. Yeah. Because I'm an anti system guy, you know what I mean? Indeed, you are. <laughs> Period, bro. Yes. Oh, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, but there was another group of cast of, of thousands in there. And I met a lot of people through there, and you, you, you connected everybody. Quadraphonics. Yeah, because everybody, everybody in this life needs to have a bridge to each other somehow. Right. Because we all have something that, it's a synergy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Those our are... body is a synergy, a political synergy. Like our organs all need each other. They do, indeed. create our entire Something engine happened, function. You know exactly. I mean? It's like a car. We're all a car. Right, right, and there's exactly. a lot of cars in Havana Cabana because all these guys would be in there. It was funny because and you would see like all the... All kind of characters in there. Yep. Let's do and it was all smoking blunts like it was cigars. You got the... Hey, it looks like that's a cigar. Say uh, and then I always remember you'd have like a million DJs like scheduled. Like you'd always be like, come on, come spin, come on, So now you'd bring me down and you'd like 10 other guys and like there's only three, something like three well, hours. Because... because and, well, what are we gonna do here? Well, it was hilarious. If I didn't do that, yeah, you would have become really discouraged with with everything, right? And there was a reason why I used to put everything and stack everything onto each other because you gotta really take it at the time when people are really feeling it. Yeah. You guys were feeling it. If that didn't happen, you would have fell out. You wouldn't even be doing the show right now. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Del wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Nobody would have, everybody would have fell off and thought, oh, hope I, I have no we'll use in this world. Just be Exactly. I just, you know, entered yeah. a, a... You stop. made us feel, you made us feel belong yeah. and wanted. So that's, that was the that's, thing that, that... That's what is important. You, you helped us grow. Yeah. You know, so and that exactly. was a big thing. And there was, you know, me and the other 29 DJs that were there, we were all just like, we all felt good. And it was, it was a crazy party. Yeah. And, and you guys were, you guys was kids, so you guys still had yeah, that, rebel, that rebel vibe, you know? It was all peace off. Yeah. You know, well, but, you guys are, but, but, you guys but then we see you with and charisma, and you had you had young young people are smarter than they realize. They just have authority, and you know things like that. Who yeah. tell them, hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. I'm right. the one who will dictate what kind of right. you know. Right. How long Havana Havana went for? How long did you do that? Uh, about three and a half years. That's where Quadraphonics was born. Right. Shout out Quadraphonics. Yeah. I tell you what, that's that's a whole other thing that always you have that you Everybody came. Jiru one time out after we was putting there, away everything, yeah. was putting everything away. It was putting all the records in the car. Where comes this dread Rostov on a red tourist moped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at him, I'm like, Jiru! He's looking at me, he pulls over. And bro, what is my first record? The Wrath of Map. Oh. Like, hey, sign this. And he's like tripping out, like, yeah, no. he just made this, he just made this turn. These kids called him off the moped and had his record right there. And from there, we got him back into doing, like, he came and hosted the ITF. Yeah, he performed the ITF, yeah, yeah. And when Tony Touch came down with Grandmaster yeah. Cass. Yeah. Yeah, man, so. OG is big respect, man. Did you have any performances there at Havana Havana? Yeah, like, uh, uh, Hieroglyphics, the whole Hyrule was there. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a group, so, geez, so much people, forget it. Too many guys, yeah. Oh, Atmosphere when they first came, but that was a uh, big oh, city right. diner. Was that Grouch and Eli too, when they first came down? Grouch and Eli first came, big city diner. Yeah. Yep. And that was oh, that was the wave. No, no, that was Havana Havana time. Oh yeah, we'll get to the wave. But big, was big city diner the next thing you did after Havana Cabana? What was your next event after Havana Cabana ended? Uh, we, uh, me and Lucas did get up stand-up. Was that Pongo Pongo? No. no. It was the wave. Okay. Thursday, get up stand-up. Okay. And remember, Flash did Pussycat Lounge. Flash was Pussycat Lounge, the yeah. The Stonebrew family. Like, That's right. Ha ha ha! Roberto! That's why I want Flash on there, because he's got all the... Uh, and then don't forget, uh, 1739. Uh, 1739, him, Don, yeah. and Jason. Yeah. And that's where, uh, we was, uh, Quadraphonics was Fungus. And we was called Fungus, and we was psychedelic, funk, hip-hop, like, everything was psychedelic. And then, um, had this one night when Jonathan and Brett dressed up like cheerleaders, and they got into a fight, bro, during the set. Oh, yeah? They was fighting during the set. <laughs> oh, dueling cheerleaders. With cheerleader clothes on. <laughs> It's not a live show. There we go. That's right. Oh, you see that? Oh, oh. magic. Well, which one better now? Okay. So, <laughs> so after a battle was get up stand up. Yeah. But then would you show up for pussy? Who was the one? Flash was pussy cat. Flash was pussy. And okay. then me and um, Lucas was uh, get up stand up. And right. that's when had Nick's Fish Market. Lucas did Nick's Fish Market, right? And that's when Guapele first came out. Right. She she yeah. she um performed. Yes. Um, the the opening night of Nick's Fish Market. That's right. And that would be that would be Drama. Drama. Sub Zero. Slant. Slant would be there. Um, who else? That was a, that was an interesting one too. That was and Grant. Grant. Yeah. G Dog. Yeah. And Gary Owens, skateboarder. Oh, shout out Gary Owens. Right. How old is Gary Owens? You know. He's in Vegas, bro. He's still he's in Vegas. Dude. He's like 60 years old. He's still skating. Oh, great. Royal Hawaiian Pool Company. They still got that company? Yeah. Oh, that was G Dog. That's G Dog. Yeah. I think he's doing pomade now. G Dog's fixing hair, man. He's fixing doing Grant's Golden Brand. Shout out. It is? Yeah. He's, he really does. You, got, you guessed right. He's, he does pomade. Yeah, yeah. He's in LA. It's a glam set because glam spun for the. The, uh, the Y Rank. The yeah. skate competition. Yeah. yeah. Grant was here for that. Yeah. At Hilton, yeah. That was at Hilton? At the yeah, beach. that's right. Shout out Grant. He gave what me is the stuff. 20 for? 20 minutes past. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm giving you plenty of time, but we're not going to give you a 20 sack, right? <laughs> 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 Only 20 minutes. Like, oh, yeah, we don't need it. No, don't be fun. Don't be fun. Don't be fun. 
No, we ain't taking no breaks. I'm off probation, bro. I cannot drink. Yeah, no way. Really? Wow. Did you go to the white rap competition? No. You didn't go there? I was invited, but I had I had to work, bro. I do. You see me on the beach? I was there. <laughs> Rare thing, bro. But I was there, yeah. Grant was there. And yeah, you, you worked He still looked the same, man. Grant right. still looks the same. Bro, Asian or something. Everybody, bro. He looked like the kind of judge into a member's of I'm from the, um, the kind. The OJ. The OJ Simpson case. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out Judge Ito reference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Grant. That's another guy that helped give me my star along with yourself. And yeah. what 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 got Quadraphonics? Getting back to them, how did they how did they start? What okay, he started off at Valentino's as the Triads, and this yeah. was during the Indo Jazz Massive when they had all the the cool guys from um, HPU back in the day, like Zarin, oh. Walt, all the Malaysian guys like yeah. that, Steven Surya. Yeah. And Steven Surya, Asia, and Manifest, Jeff Hartzell. Initially, yeah. and size one initially size was doing um, Valentino's, but then um, you know, so when I came back from LA, I already was like promoting a lot in Los Angeles. Yeah, like the underground hip hop stuff here and there with Trip the Lights, right? So I just had that energy, and they're like, "Yo, man, we need this." So I ended up doing it, and then they had other things to do afterwards. So I just kind of like fostered the thing. Yeah. And continued on. Sub Zero yeah. was there. T Bone. Wow. The Abyss, like that. Abyss, huh? Yeah. Wow. That's back in the day, name. Abyss, they were always like. Oh, D, D motherfucking D. Darren. Oh, Gilmore. DMMD. And yeah. his brother Kyle was uh, the manager for Suicidal Tendencies yeah. at that time. Yeah. DMMD brought. Do you remember DMMD brought Beck to Tower Records? Yeah, he brought Beck here. Everyone, we're watching Tower, yeah. Tower Records Beck. Yeah. And like, first album, he's doing like, I'm a loser, and like, Russ in the. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know where he was oh, going to go with Grant, this. That was Grant. Grant brought Grant, back? Yeah. No, no. Oh, Grant, he was uh, on Borders. He was oh. doing the records. Well, he they had, had um, oh, yeah, then that, yeah, uh, that was when that um, DJ Min was there. Yeah, they had Mixmaster yeah. Mike there. Mixmaster Mike. They had the DJ Battle there. Shout out. Told one. Information guys, information. Todd. Elite, Elite was there. Right. This was, Borders by Kelly was the place to get records. Yeah, yeah. Back in the late 90s. Oh, but in the okay. 70s and 80s, you could get records at Long's Draw. <laughs> you could get records at Pansave. Pansave, no, shout out. Or yeah. Sack and Save would have uh, oh, records. Yeah. You could get like, right, you could go to Sears and get like brand new. Oh, Sears have records. Holiday Mart. Holiday Mart. That's like going to Don Quixote for your music. Don Quixote, it's always going to be Holiday Mart to me, bro. Not even die. it's Holiday Mart. Holiday Mart. Hey, sure, kid, have all the Coming right up. Yeah. Right here. Laser disc. Zoboga. Zoboga was the first transformer. That's right. Zoboga. Yep. Wow. You should have been on last week with the Toy and Joys on or you? Could have talked to him? Yeah, but you know Monkey Fighters also. Yeah, this is a Nintendo. The wow. reboot was pretty nuts, bro. Which one? The Monkey Fighter one, the 2014 one. Why did I see that? You want to watch that? Kind of slow, but first, yeah, after a couple of He's a fan of Monkey Fighter. Yeah, but yeah. he battled over Kamen Rider. Who, 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 who. And Kamen Rider beat you was the meanest. Yeah. All of them was all created by Ichiro, yeah. um, the kind. What's his name? The guy. The guy. Good enough. Kamen Rider number one. More fun winning. No, I, his, I tell you why you guys see that because his motorcycle was bad. Yeah. 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 The Suzuki of course, that's what it is. He kited him had the Kawasaki's with the um, sidecar, so it kind of looked kind of odd. Uh, <laughs> but Kamen Rider V1, V2, V3 had the freaking first, uh, what do you call them, the on-road, off-road Enduros. Oh. And if you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Enduros <laughs> came off. Huh? If it wasn't for those Japanese superheroes, Enduros wouldn't, that was the advertisement for Enduros, bro. Oh. Was those... Shows. I did not even. I was just you know, I watch them. Then I, oh, I watch Voltron. Oh, after oh, hey, magic. No way, bro, bro, You know what is the most classic in Hawaii after the six o'clock news? Guess yeah. what was on? Ultra Man. Ultra Man. Ultra Man. You know what is the early eighties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, right. seven, seven. <laughs> Before Wheel of Fortune, it was yep. Ultra Man. Before yes. Wheel of Fortune, it was Ultra Man. Yep. <laughs> By all his brothers, the Ultra Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Society and Seven. Deep cut Japanese shows. 
This is deep cuts. Oh, that was K.I. Keener. That's K.I. Oh, Battle Fever. Yeah, but they came off of uh, Gold Rangers. Well, Star Blazers. Yeah. Talk about that Star Blazers. <laughs> That's what kind of like sell out kind of Star Blazers. Like, Robo Tech kind of sell out kind of. It was actually the kind, bro. Macross. Okay, so what else? <laughs> <laughs> back to hip hop. Okay, back to uh, back to the okay, let's, let's scratch back in the wave Waikiki. Uh, I, I, I wanted to get into like, what, what, what kind of stuff went down in wave Waikiki? What comes to mind? What, I remember when I was a kid, um, I would hang out in Waikiki. Waikiki was the spots, bro, like power station, power, power, like for dancing. And, you, and back then, the, uh, Pink Cadillac, it was 18-year-old uh, alcohol, right? Yeah. So yeah. that means you could be in a club while you're 16. That was the 18 years old back then. Yeah. So like, you know, you kind of do your homework, and if you're 13, 14, and you look like you're 18 or 16, <laughs> You can still get in. So we was like 13, 14, getting in all the clubs. Yeah. I started promoting Kuhio with Gizmo and Kabika because he slashed uh, them. Like that. Yeah. They pass out flyers, bro. Yeah, shoot. This is like 1985. It's so 80s, yeah. yeah. Pass out the flyer. But that was papers 19. was like paper flyers, like right. paper. Then it got harder. You know, like ditto sheets from school. <laughs> Stuff like that, bro. Xerox. Xerox. Construction oh, paper. Oh. When the ink wasn't even all the way on. Like, it's come in two dollars off. It was only like two, three dollars, three dollar cover charge back then, oh. and that was expensive. That was the back was. door at the airport where all the punk shows used to be yeah. and Macho and Cool yeah. Connection was used to play. Yeah. That was like they used to get you there and you get free show you chicken. <laughs> that ain't happening now. <laughs> that was, hey, hey, that's, that how they, they know. that's how they got people to to the shows. Right. It's like y'all can have food. You have food. Yeah. yeah. That's how it worked. Before I forget, because it's, it's going to go all over the place, I got to go. You were in, you were in California for a time. No, well, I kind of grew up and over there because my mom is from California. Right. Did, did, you, you, did you try to pursue like uh, Hollywood stuff? I, I moved to Hollywood with my friend Rollinswood, professional bodyboarder, and um, he was DJing at the time. Yeah. And I just came back from Japan, uh, touring with this Japan pop star. And um, I was doing the backup dancing this, yeah. with all like, you know, Two Swift, Robert Pyre, Vincent, Mark K. Wallace, Cooley Jackson from Solid Gold. Yeah. And um, we was like the dancers, we're all like b-boys and hip-hop dancers. And Japan, I don't know if you've ever been to Japan, but like their, their scene is like one of the most progressive scenes in the entire world. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? So there's mad dance. You go to a spot like this, like this spot, like in the mountains of Mount Fuji. Be driving yeah, yeah. in our bus, right? And around right. spot, boom, right. and this is like a dance hall club in the right. middle of the forest. You're like, what the fuck? That's Japan. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> so, it being in Hollywood, then did you? Oh, no, no, no. So, anyway, yeah. so what were you? Oh, yeah, so when I went over there, I was just like 20, 21 years old still. Okay. You know, young, young chicken, whatever it's called. <laughs> and then, um, they wanted me to be an actor, okay. you know. But I wasn't really into you like, look. acting, yeah. yeah, but I was younger, you know. Right. So my first week I moved there, uh, I was in LA, actually moved there, because I was going back and forth, but I was cruising at the Vi uh, Viper Room. I was cruising and had all like fucking Johnny Depp them, and all of a sudden somebody said, oh, this guy River, River, River's off, he's sick, he's, he's on the floor. I'm like, that's when all that stuff happened. Yes, wow. you did and see that. And I was that. like, whoa. Yeah. So I came back. To the apartment, I told Rollins, I'm not hanging around with trying to do that. I, I fell back in love with hip hop again and the uh, b boyism. Right. I was more down with the streets, right? It's a two, it's you know, Hollywood <clears throat> is Hollywood, right? It's a different, it's a it's a status, right? It's a whole different, it's a whole different aptitude, bro. That was what, what shook you back, yeah. And I was more like hanging out with people from the from the hood, from the you know, I yeah. ended up living, we lived kind of like La Brea, Sunset, you know, and then. Echo Park, yeah. and then you know Inglewood, and then we would spend. I would go and visit uh, Crenshaw and go to the Good Life. Yeah, and then I would live in, uh, live in Venice. Yeah, and then my boy Jason Sugars, which was in our group, big ups Chase. Um, they're all from like Ghost Town and Dog Town. Like all oh, bro, I used to cruise with all like the suicidal tendencies guys. Yeah, like everybody, bro. Yeah, and then we was dancing and we go to the dancing circles. 
and brought like the guys who became the far side. There was two for two. And then the Black Eyed Peas was called the Oppo and Clan. Yeah. And then um, Exhibit was dancing. Tupac, right before he did his the, the single I Get Around, he was a complete, we was all dancers. Right. right. So right. we would dance to like six in the morning yeah. everywhere. Raves, all raves had a hip hop room. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back in the days, it was standard. You got to have a hip hop, dope hip hop room. Yeah. You got to have a dope house room. Yeah. A good ass, um, Reggae room, you gotta have like a rock and roll like yeah the jungle room. Mod room yeah yeah like the drum and bass drum and jungle. bass room yeah. like you had to have like five six rooms yeah you know what I mean that was an odd that was a yeah. interesting and have, like, yeah so like all the Melrose kind of like the Hollywoodish spots gas like gas panic oh one time um so we're living in Los Angeles and then uh, uh delicious vinyl did this night and. This uh, dance hall artist named Red Fox was playing. Yeah. And guess who was the featured MC of that night? Here we go. Boogaloo Buzz, Jay Sonics. Oh, shout out Boogaloo yeah. Buzz. Now that's, that's so we name. all roll in, Brian. Quick, he's ripping it up in Cali, bro. One of the, one of the many of the human what, what is he? What's Buzz doing right now? He's in Maui. Really? Yeah. Raising his family. Yeah. Okay, family man. I had to say that. Big ups, Jay. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so what else? So, talking, talking. here we go. No, this is, this is why you're here. This is why you're here. We have another uh, Instagram question. Oh, it's from the man oh. known as DJ Static. Oh, yeah, Static. Shout out oh. What? Okay, I know exactly what he's going to say already. <laughs> okay, okay, so so Static. Wait static. a minute, but. Wait, so Hold Static, on. Static, wait, wait. I got to throw, throw out the, the he's question. He's the guy that put the fire alarm, bro. Okay, yes, yeah, so okay. Oh, wait. Try to wait. So DJ Static. Tell Jamal. Tell Jamal. The time they thought Static pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> on Carmen Electra. <laughs> okay, okay, so so wait, wait, wait. What the hell happened there? <laughs> so what so, is this? So wait, wait. Here so so uh, Wayne, MC Trans, brother, my brother MC Trans, much love and respect. Um, he was working at the airlines with Evan Waters. And then um, every now and then, Static, Monty guys, Blue yep. Funk, they would, yep. they, would, they would come make their rounds to LA to do Other this, legend. this, and yep. everything. And he was still with Kai. I think they're still together to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. From one Radio Free Hawaii. Just Kai. Yeah. yeah, just Kai. She had the first hip hop show on Radio Free? Right. So um, I was actually with my, my ex girlfriend at the time. It was Dini. This, uh, this actress named Dini Dakota. Yeah. And uh, she ended up being best friends with. Is it Carmen Electra? Yeah. Okay. So we used to play cards all the time. I had Boom Boom, Kaluna, all the all those kind of guys from Buya used to come. Uncle Pele, and um, some other the, the Dion, and um, all my other homeboys from uh, Los Angeles. I haven't seen them for like thirty years, bro. You guys better still be alive. <laughs> Out of trouble. Yeah. Or, and um, anyway, yeah, yeah, so Monty and them start, they just came over that night and we was all playing cards and that's where all these stories come from. So we, we, what, what fire alarm, where was Carmen Electra? So uh, we was living Why on did Gower. Static did it? What? We was living on Gower. Okay. Gower Studios, Paramount Studios. Okay. Gower. And um, there was a fire alarm at our apartment. He flew back and So he did pull this. <laughs> Yeah, because so I said, hey, I'll see you. I'll see you when we get home. Yeah, shoot. Five minutes later. <laughs> I oh, I know who it is. You know what I mean? So, okay, so, so he pulls the fire alarm in the building where Carmen Electra is at. So, wh how does this involve Carmen Electra? Oh, she's just like our homegirl. So okay, okay. She's yeah. just she was out. staying with us. Okay. She was breaking up with somebody at that time. Okay, that prince. Who's also, yeah, who's also, yeah. Wow. How was Carmen Electra like uh, just hanging out? She was just cool. Bro, she's, bro, we played trumps, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to play trumps, bro. She was like, yeah, bam, bam. It's like, oh, you're down, yeah. Uh, uh, Big trumps. Okay. She wow. awful play, bro. She awful play. She won't play. You guys play for money? Nah, just, just for props. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with that, I got another internet, uh, internet question. Okay, hi. Okay, here we go. Where is the fountain of youth? Mm. The 
power of use is in your own, is in each and every individual. Because we all have a child inside of us, right? That's correct, yeah. So you can bring it out or you can just let it be trapped inside. Right. Okay. And that's it. That's it. Well said, sir. Well said. I got to go with this one. Uh, now, you, you, this, this name has evolved. So the question is, how did you get the kilowatts the mongoose name? Okay, so anyway, when I was in Los Angeles and we were having our group called Triple Lights yeah. on casting, everybody would say, hey, Jamal, when your name Jamal, everyone's going to call you Jamalski. But yeah. there's already Jamalski. That's correct, yes. Everyone's going to say Jamal. But there's already Jamal Fatal Fatal Mall. Jam. And there's already tons of DJ jams, MC Jam, MC Jam. So everybody's like, oh, Jamal, you can't keep still. You're just like a ball of energy. So one of the brothers, my brother, Jason Sugars from Chick the Lights, JDS Slim. Oh, yeah, He said, let's call him Kilowatts. Kilowatts the Mongoose. No, no, no. He didn't say the Mongoose. I call myself the Mongoose because everyone would say, I used to live with these Jamaican guys. They go, my dude. You move around, you swear like you are mongoose. <laughs> so I, I took what Jason said and what these guys said, and I called myself Killer What's the Mongoose? And a mongoose is actually like, you know, like I, I'm always about anti the system, you know, and I, I think of that as like I'm battling those guys, you know, yeah. I mean, the evil guys. Yeah, perfectly. But then I became best friends, the best friends with. My brother, whose name Arnato, who's the the, the cobra, but I learned, I learned that there's good reptil, like you know what I mean. Yeah. About things. Yeah. Wow. That perfectly makes sense because every time when you come in, you just all of a sudden dancing away, and then whenever you jump into the to the cipher, you, you always you always come correct. Just out of nowhere, you just come out and boom. It used to be like that. I mean, I had to get back yeah. on it because you know I, I I went I side detoured, you know. Right. right. What was the last party you threw? Um, shit, it was. Because you had Big City Diner. Um, I. And then. The what, last one. What, what, what after that? Oh, it was uh, the last Micah 9 show that I did with Justin Bohm. And that was like about a year, oh, in May. Okay. It was probably in May or uh, April. Right. April. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, by the way, um. Haiku Day Talk, which yep. is Mike the Nine, AC Alone, and Abstract Root. Yeah. Okay, they're gonna be um, playing at next door on March 24th. That is, how many times did they come come down here? They never came Not as Mike, Aaron, and Eddie yeah. ever. They've always come solo. Solo, or yeah. maybe one, two, yeah. a couple guys couldn't make it. Like the first time AC Alone was came. Jupiter was supposed to, self Jupiter was supposed to be there too, but he was also on probation. Right. Or as far as I understand. I know, because I'm on probation. I kind of leave, I kind of go nowhere. You leave. You stay here. Stay I mean, here. I can, but then. Coming back. Can I come back? Oh, yeah. Then, you know. <laughs> yeah. But another thing that you're going to be at that we need to talk about is on the 23rd of March. Where yeah, what's we happening have, again? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're hosting them, bro. <laughs> Hip-hop time machine, bro. Part two. Hip-hop time machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so what are we to expect with Hip-hop time machine? All the records going to be there, hand trucks, going to be hand trucking the vinyl in. Okay. What are you going to be doing in this? Okay, so uh, last year they had this uh, event at Encore Saloon called the Hip-hop the time, hip time machine. And it was uh, Sister Lauren, Tyrone. Yep. And Frank Durego. That's right, brother Frank. Yeah. Who's calling that? A lot of people just keep going. I like it. I like it. <laughs> hey, Monty's in all his. Static, where are you staying? You're downstairs, you fucking. Okay, okay, so check, check it out, check it out. So uh, they did this thing, right? And it was, uh, it was awesome to have all the APP guys at yep. Information, which is Battle Crew, yeah. and fitted. Had a lot of, see, back in the days, you see what made all like Capital Fat and all the old school parties amazing was all of these very bright, creative, imaginative, super energetic individuals would all congregate at these spots. And what was important was that each and every one of them became their own entity in this world yeah. to this day. Yeah. Which is very hard to get them in the same room again. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what this is all about. Yes. Yeah. 
It's about getting these guys that like they started. This is like how the nucleus started. Yeah. You know what I mean? All, all the names are there for But them. they never ever, well, I'm too busy. I got this, I got this going on. Like, you know, I mean, as it is, Del them are still going to be across the street at Manifest that night rocking out too, you know? That's right. Yeah. And he, he's, him and the Nocturnal Sound crew are big parts of what we do. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude, they're, they're, they're on another level. That's a whole other thing. But you know what I mean? I mean, like, this is like guys like, like Blam. Yeah. You know, Curtis, DJ Slant. DJ Slant, DJ Jedi. Yeah. Coming out of retirement, DJ Jedi. He hasn't spun in forever. He sold most of his records, so I don't know what he's going to be playing. Yeah, but no, Jedi is like that type of dude. Like, he's a Jedi, you know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, it is. Uh, we don't need to go any further than. So, Jedi is just like being an avatar, you know what I mean? So, he's a sound avatar. Did you know Jedi and I, we went to wrestling school together? Did I ever tell you? Yeah, Sakai is the, Sakai is the guy that like, you breakfast club. Yeah. Which one? The guy, the wrestler guy. What, oh, a wrestler guy? Okay. Who's that? I'm Emilio. I'm Emilio! <laughs> I'm Emilio! Alright, alright, yes, alright. Fair enough. That night of the Roxbury reference, sorry. But, yes, I, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, we went to wrestling school and I threw up and it was, was fun. Ha! Yeah! We went to pro wrestling school. We didn't Bro. go to collegiate No, 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 school, yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, tried to be a tag team and stuff. It was, a, it was a stupid. That's what time. happened. That's when coach knows you're working hard is when you throw up, bro. So you know, it's like you you're giving it all, bro. Yeah, you're doing your rap. I said, I'm still ready. Slam me again, you yeah. bastard. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so Jedi will be there. Who else will be there? Um, we got another bunch. Revise too. Revise will be there. Okay, yeah. So, but it's gonna be uh the type. It's gonna be a double decker DJ set. Four, yeah, it's gonna four be, turn gonna be the fours. Okay. And it's all wax. Four by four. Yeah. So we're gonna take it back to the days because I don't know if people understand how it used to be to throw oh, clubs back in the day. It's tired. You do. See, look at it. Just, Show me your arms yeah, again. If it wasn't for this, like, yeah, it was all these records you see behind it. Like to be a DJ, you had to be in good shape. You had to lift. Yeah. There was no There's such thing as an outer shape DJ. And you, you have you, you don't know what to play that night because you don't know who's gonna show up. Yeah. Especially on your nights. So yeah. you gotta bring every little bit of everything. Yeah. So we literally got the hand trucks. Delvin and I were the first guys to bring hand trucks. Just <laughs> <laughs> idiots. No, no, Daniel, Daniel J. Daniel J. and hand truck. And but everybody just had a bag. Yeah. I mean, you don't know where we a bag. Oh, speaking of old school, sorry to interrupt, but um, I don't know how, when this uh, show is gonna be featured. But on so. Thursday of this Thursday, for people who are in the audience now, um, you get to meet up on Thursday at 5:30. Yeah, where where James Cole is spinning on South King Street. James Cole is spinning. Yeah, yeah, and it's That's it's an old school night, and it's gonna feature oh. a guy, uh, Johnny J Jam, Johnny oh. Santiago, wow. the original OG. This is th this yeah. wow! I didn't hear about this. Yeah. Okay. So Shout uh, the people in the I don't crowd know where the. I have it on my phone. Where would it be? No, at? It's gonna be on somewhere on South King South Street. South King Street. Yeah. Well, you know, after the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But speaking of speaking of vinyl, see, I wanna. I want to do this. Uh, I'm gonna throw out some album covers to you, yeah, yeah. and I want you to just your first reaction, your okay. thoughts. Okay, we've, we've got a good vinyl selection. Yeah. Here in this establishment, like, let's go pull like them out. Yeah. Oh, let's go pull the first one. We got records. Oh, bro. I already see that's Paul's boutique. Paul's boutique. Yeah. Obviously, it's Paul's boutique. Boys. Right. With yeah. the gatefold cover, right. Yeah. This was the most, ex most expensive album ever created. But look how look. It's a definitely a re a reprint. That's a reprint. Yeah. Yeah, because you see how good. It's nice guy. Yeah. But an album like that will never be made again because you know that's the most expensive album of samples. That but you know what? Sample really versus the Lord. Yeah, but aside from just records, cassettes need to be made back again. Cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Here you go. Next, next one. one. Oh, yeah. So this is a Hawaii standard. This is, this is the Beamer Brothers. There you go. Honolulu City Lights. If you look around, Lots They're out there. Nice yeah. Classic album. Classic album. Okay. okay, talk to us about this one, bro. Okay, so in the 80s, um, this is it. Uh, mod music and uh, the British invasion, once again. This is General Public, was also uh, English called uh, English Beat. Mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. This is the jam. That was a time, huh? <laughs> Okay, speaking of money, samples. Okay, there so Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan wow. is a music soundscape of uh, very, very ahead of their time kind of guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the sample that big one? Black Cow was that one? And who used yeah. that one? Biggie. Remember that one? She's everybody, bro. Well, Lord Tariq, Peter Garvey. Peter Garvey. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. Here's Bob James, bro. Bob James, yeah. That's another one. 
Okay, talk to us oh, about this one. Okay. So, in the days when everyone was listening to Thelonious Monk, uh, Mr. Marcellus Sr., um, Miles was still a young kid. Oscar Peterson was the man. Oh, well, also uh, back in the Nat King Cole era. It's gonna be a reprint too. Yeah, this has gotta be a reprint. Be a reprint. Be a Unless nice this was tradition. like Grandma's house for like 40, 50 years and nobody touched him. That's good tradition though. Wow. Okay, so here's one I gotta throw at you here. Uh, if you had to pick, you ready for this one? Yeah. If you had to pick one rapper and one DJ from Hawaii to form a group with you, who would oh. you pick? Ooh. Oh, I can. Jeez, man, you see, when you ask me a question like that, my brain goes. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know what to say. Because I, I think of every single person. Yeah. I, like, you I, mean, I can't figured. really ask a person like me a question like that. I know. I would think of people who don't even rap in DJ. But what if they did rap in DJ? <laughs> like, that's just how it is. A convenient, huh? You can ask this. Good reference, huh? Who would you who would you say like as far as when you when you when you when you threw a party? Okay, who would be your go-to guys as far as like to work with to have DJ? Well, you know what? No, no, I tell you what. I tell you what, bro. When I used to do nights, the DJs used to just hold me up and say, "I'm spinning." Delve was like, "Oh, I'm on the bill." He would just show up. Oh, how's it? Sakai was the only guy who was like. Can I DJ that night? <laughs> you were the only guy who had manners. <laughs> fame would be like, no, I'm DJing that night. At, oh, I'm DJing, at, fame. I'm DJing at 10.30. And the 10.30 would come and he wouldn't even be there. <laughs> He'd be like, what's going on somewhere? And then he would show up at 11.30 like, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> and then uh, he would wait till the club gets super packed and be like, Okay, yeah, now I think I'm gonna DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, okay. and Delve, Delve would just like mad dog the spot, like, yo. And Bumblebee was also, Bumblebee was like, ah, man, you gonna do a party? Okay, I'll spin. And bring like all his records. And no, those were like the guys. Well, Bumblebee was the man, so. Uh, Bumblebee and Darren. DB was the other DB, guy. DB, shout out DB. DB had manners. Your computers now. Joey had manners. Yeah. Um, like they would only like the other guys. Like I would do a show, I wouldn't even book them, and they would show up with all their records. <laughs> and I wouldn't be like, well, I can't story. tell them no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you guys bought all your shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They bring the turntable, bring the mix. So I'd be like, oh shit, okay, yeah. And the guys that I did tell them that, okay, I said, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'd be stuck in the middle, like, okay, uh, everybody just do. <laughs> I going home and hit them up. No, but we would, we would, we would get the club owners to allow us to stay open till like four or five in the morning. Yes. You did? Yeah, you, you did I said, just, just, just cover the door, just cover the door. Just cover the door, lock the door. That's right, you covered the that door. That was back in the That's day. Right. Just lock the door. Remember the cover the door. Cover the door. He's getting right. Look That's right. The cover the door And just don't sell alcohol, just in case commission came in. You did in, do that you know. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was different stipulations back then too. It's like a little bit more like yeah. today, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what do you do? You, uh, you always would, whenever you would mention me, you always would tell this story about a, a certain mixtape. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so when this guy was I, back in the days when his passion was straight just DJing, a couple of days, he was still living in Kapu Um, he was, he was super shy about this guy. You would never what? think he's doing a show like this now. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> he would be the last guy on camera. He was like, no, That's no, why no, I asked no, you no. politely. <laughs> and one time, so one day he comes in and he was like, Here, I made this tape. I'm like, Dad, I made this tape. He's like, I made a tape. He made a mixtape. And the, the first song was Cockroaches by Necro. Mm. Cockroaches. Remember that? Holy yeah. God. And I had a song already. It was called Underground Alien. Remember that? Yes. And I love living with roaches and mice. That was what you would tell me. Everyone he was like really nice. excited about what it. Is, it is like, remember the pizza right. buzzers and the Jones of a Bones? Remember that? And I, and I, I, that's why I made the mix. And I was like, wow! And it had like everything. Like this guy's mixtape like was so raw. 
And it had like, I think it had like a Latirix on it. Yeah, because I wanted it to stand up because everybody was yeah. using a four track recorder to record these these mixes. Yeah. So I called the thing Fuck the Four Track. That's right, you, you kept it laps. laps. Yeah! Because yeah. then I wanted to, well, that's how we got to stand up. So that's like, yeah. to get myself noticed, so that's why no, I made just the tape. Got to also just, just one all, big up just one all. Oh yeah, big up, yes. Brother. Great man, just one all. He's in Cali. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's doing, he yeah. in, the, in the Bay. He's the That's the ill figure. So yeah, so the ill figures became like you know the mighty four now, like yeah. all those guys, yeah. like Ron, John, yeah. the twins. Wow, it's the Frisco family right there. A lot of guys from there as well. Yeah, I mean through, throughout the years, you know, when, when you have a when you're part of a, you know, a, a, you know the music circles. But it, when, you, when that's your passion, you get to meet everybody. That's another way that you know a lot of people. Yeah. And I have a lot of passions. Like, I don't know you do music. You know, I do this. And yeah. I do that. I do this. And I do that. that and I do you're, doing, you're doing it all. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's amazing to have you on here, I tell you. The stories could go on. We could be here until the wee hours. Yeah. But, um... We'll have you on again, I think. We have to do like a part two or something. Okay, yeah, so like right now, you know, the world is in dire need of people to be in touch with their passions. Because if not, you're not gonna really ever find a venue or a or a macrocosm of anything that's going to help you heal yourself. The healing is microcosm. It's inside of you. You know what I mean? So whether whether it is you, you draw or you make music, or if you're a supporter, people can be supporters. The supporter, the supporter is the most important person in the whole arena. Right. If they're just as important as the person in the arena. Right. The only part that makes uh, sometimes a supporter not important is when you know the critique values, the morals. Of, yep. you, know, you have to be able to engage, and if you're doing that, then you're you're outside of yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Very true. Always the philosopher, yep. the, the the legend that you are, and you are a legend. Yes, I I think and you are. It's from regular. And <laughs> yes, I know, but I think you're a legend. And I tell you it's what, the <laughs> so far. I take cockroaches one time. Yeah. Well, let's get let's get out of here. I tell yeah. you what, Jamal, kilowatts, ladies and gentlemen. This, this is the Thank you for listening to Sleep Time's Over. Time's Over. No sleeping tonight.